Hi, and welcome to the Queen We Got You podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, and today I'm joined with my co-hosts, Kerry and Moni. How are we, ladies? Good. Great, thank you. Excellent. So today we decided that our topic was going to be how to navigate this time of year, stick to your goals, and don't wait until next year. But first, before we dive into that, how's everyone's week been? They're good. That's been great, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Monday for it's us, only Monday. right? <laughs> yeah. How was your weekend, though? What did you do? Um, for myself. Um, training as usual and then um, I was actually part of counting reps for Jamie Milne. I did see that. Another world record. So this time it was max burpees in eight hours. How did he go? He did really well. Um, He was short of the recommended target. Okay. Because no one's actually done this um, world record before. They give you a target. Oh. Uh, and he was only shy of probably less than 150. Yeah, wow. So 3,750, I think, was a target, and he went just over 3,600. So, so because it's a target, I think maybe he could possibly get it. Oh, okay, that's yes, exciting. So yes. Oh, that's exciting. I was going to say, if no one's got it, does he technically not just get it? Yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, <laughs> because it's not that far away. They've yeah, just okay. gone off someone else has possibly done 10 hours or 8 hours, sorry, or 12 yeah. hours, mm. and then give them a target based on that. Yeah, right. Okay. 3,000 burpees sounds god-awful. Yeah. <laughs> one, one burpee sounds god-awful. <laughs> but it's even, think about, um, it's how you carry on for so long, the endurance oh, that's side of it. Big so mental and resilience. Because Jamie has done so many other ones before, like yeah. his body has done a lot. Yeah. yeah. So over time, it's cramping, it's going through all these, like, oh. a world of pain. Yeah. But, yeah, he does so well to him, yeah. Even keep going back to attempt them. That's really cool to be a part of that, though. Yeah. Yeah. And even him not getting a target, like, he's doing more than anybody else. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Absolutely. And he also, yeah, was raising money for... It was a kid's charity. I can't think what it was called. But, um, yeah, he raised a lot of money. Oh, brilliant. Oh, good. What about you, Mon? What did you do over the weekend? I had a lot of admin this weekend. Oh, <laughs> like life, business, both. Business, admin. Yeah. So new website is starting development this week. Oh, my goodness. So I had a lot of back-end stuff to get organised for that, a lot of wording and a lot of just... There is so much more that goes into a website than you actually think. Yeah. <laughs> There's well, just like, so much. The SEO stuff. Oh. Like, yeah. Get someone to do it for you. Oh, babe. Seriously. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Um, so a lot of that. And then just putting together. So I've got a program launching the next week or well, is starting this week and into next week. So just doing heaps of back end for that as well. That's exciting. Yeah. Though. So just need to get done. Brilliant. Yeah. Love that. And how about you, Kelly? Oh, me. Oh, yes. I should probably say how my weekend was. It was my um, middle child's 21st. Um, it's actually today. Her birthday is today. Happy birthday, Taya. Um, so it was her 21st. So we had family and stuff. She's such a beach baby. So instead of doing a traditional like big party and stuff like that, we went down to um, Point Cartwright and watched the sunset uh, down at Point Cartwright. And she had her poise. Do you know what boys are? Mm-hmm. They're like, so balls on the end of strings and you like oh, twirl them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll show you ladies afterwards. It's really cool. Uh, she's so natural at it. Like it just flows for her and it was just beautiful watching her. But I also had my eldest here. Mm. So I had all three babies under my roof for the first time that's in nice. like two years. So that was just so soul filling, you know? Mm. Yeah. Today I'll yeah. get on together. Uh, well, 
Until now. As, <laughs> as we were chatting before the podcast, uh, they're having a massive fight at the moment, apparently at home, which is hilarious. Um, but it doesn't take long, does it? Generally speaking, they, they, they do. They're, yeah. they're good friends. Uh, and because, I guess, like my youngest is 14 now, and so they're all kind of in that, like, older age group. Mm. And so it's just it's nice watching them yeah. as adults interact with each other because, like, watching them as kids is one thing, but mm. then when they're older, like, talking about their different hobbies and, I don't know, stuff like It was just really nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's quite funny, like, because my parents were here for seven weeks and they'd just gone home and I hadn't seen them for almost five years. And it's funny how quickly me and my dad slipped back into our yes, regular, routine. like, bickering ways together. <laughs> it's, but it's something that we are very similar. Yes. So similar yes. and we're just, like, two little Rottweilers together. Yes. <laughs> but it's funny, like, we joke about it. Yeah. My mum and I can't live together because we're so alike and we have our own very set little ways. Yeah. And so every time, like, I go and stay with them, a week's good. Outside of that, we start you know, start that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Funny, it's funny oh, we joke about <laughs> yeah. we joke about it all the time. It's great. Okay, excellent. That. Well, that's our little nice little recap for the week. Mm. Anyone want to kick off our topic for today? So I know I've had a lot of. I guess the reason why the the topic even came up was I've had a lot of people. Uh, coming in this week and they're kind of like well how do you how do you deal with stuff over Christmas yeah. like um how do you keep to your diet how do you keep your training up mm-hmm. and I know there's there's always that black hole right between Christmas and New Year when yeah. no one knows what day mm-hmm. it is what year it is what if they are a human being or a blob or, yeah, what's going on. It kind of starts on. in November, though, with Christmas parties, it right? It really so that, does. That black hole is no longer just the week of December. Yes. No, it is November. It's now November. Yes. Like, it's like two months, three months, Gornskis. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've uh, I've had some inquiries and a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'll start in January. Mm. What about you, Kerry? Have you had anything, anyone like that yet? Oh, it's more the fact that I feel people start to think, what is the point? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they start looking at their diary and they're like, oh, if I start now, or if they're already on some kind of um, maybe goal that they have set in place that I find, they go, well, oh, I'm going camping next weekend, or I've got this, I've got that. So they're almost like they start, they do well, and then they feel like they've got all these obstacles, which is like a weekend, yeah. a night out, or weekend away, building up, and they're going like, oh, and I've got another one, and I've got another one. Yes. So I think they're finding it hard to like get some momentum back yes. into habits, nutrition, or training. Yes. So what kind of, I guess, advice do you tend to give those people? Well, like- I think it's mainly is at some point you've just got to do what you can yes as long as like in the week um your training's on point your nutrition is on point as it can be yeah um and then at the weekend just try and be sensible as well mm-hmm. yeah i mean just because you've got nights out doesn't mean you have to drink like to excess yes you have to um it's even like looking at the menu beforehand or whatever it is yeah just making yes. better choices great tip or even okay you've got four events coming up just choose one to be Crazy at. Yeah, be yeah. crazy at, let your hair down, have yeah. some fun, and yeah. then the other three maybe just pull it back a little bit. Yeah. Even yeah. this weekend, I've got a dinner Thursday night and one Saturday. And just coming out of a comp prep as well myself, like, I've still got to be extremely careful mm-hmm. and just being in line with my nutrition. So, one, pre-looking at the menus ahead and also thinking, okay, maybe I can be really sensible at one of them. Yeah. And the other one maybe is where I can just have maybe a bit, a bit of a night off. Yeah. Mm. And just have something more of 
what I would fancy or a couple of drinks if I want to. Yeah. Um, so I think being sensible and also choosing uh, when is the time to have a good time. Absolutely. And also being aware too, just, just because you have a dinner that night, does not mean the whole day is a write-off. Yes, absolutely. And that and the day after. <laughs> so it doesn't snowball. So if you've got an, an event that night, plan your nutrition that day. Be like, okay, I'm going to have a few really great nu nutri like nutrient-dense meals. Yes. Get your protein in, get yep. your fibre in. Yes. So you're going into this event feeling good to yeah. start with. You haven't starved yourself to pig out that night. Yeah. Well, that, that's, I guess, something that happens quite often, right, is mm. people go, oh, I've got an event tonight, so I'm not going to eat for the rest of the day. But then you end up making it, I feel like you make it worse, worse. for yourself yeah. at night because then you're starving. Yep. And then you're like, well, I didn't eat today, so I can eat this and I can eat that and I can eat this. And it's like all of a sudden that snowballs as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So even if it is the night that you're choosing to go wild with, just be smart during the day. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, you have your cocktails, you have your drinks. It doesn't hurt having a glass of water between each one either. No. And that will help, help keep you hydrated. So you'll wake up the next day feeling better and you're yeah. not going to then be searching for the maccas or the... yeah whatever in the morning and dehydrated and yeah, drinking energy crap. drinks all day and yeah. all of that horrible stuff yeah but i think a really important part of that though is just making sure you're organized yeah just being aware of what's coming up like you said if you've got three or four events choose which one that you're going to be like okay this is the one i'm gonna have fun with yeah and you can only do that if you're organized and you've planned out yes the month know. ahead you know what's coming up for you yeah because yeah. i know that um like we've got some crazy stuff coming up it's yeah like, there's events every weekend yeah almost every weekend leading into christmas now and it's like well how do you deal with that and it's it's do what you can like you mm. said but even if you're good for five days of the week and not so good two days of the week you're still doing better than if you just exactly. didn't bother starting exactly. at all that makes a big point yeah yeah because you're not starting at all. You're losing two or three, you know, two months mm -hmm. where you could have started something and starting something is better than not doing anything at yeah. all, right? So it's like, and that's where the whole mm -hmm. don't wait till January comes up, Yeah, I guess. Just yeah, being aware because, of your goals, right? Yeah, definitely. I think as well, yeah, if you're not kind of um, taking some kind of like nutrition into plan as well now, you've got to have... The meals that you're having out over days as well, plus not bothering as well, mm, that's yes. going to impact you more. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, giving it a good try now as well, isn't it? Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like, if your goal is a weight loss journey and you don't bother now, you could potentially put on five kilos now before January. Yeah, and there's an extra five kilos now that you've got to lose yeah. on top of the already 10 that you wanted to lose in the first place. Exactly. So now you're making it harder on yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas if you can kind of control it during the week or whatever, worst case scenario, maybe mm. you don't lose any weight, but maybe you don't put any on either. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, mm. yeah. What what? Uh, well, I mean, you've kind of I guess touched on Kerry what you do in relation to that. Uh, I do a very similar thing. I always go, okay, what events do I want to really show up at? As in, like, just let my hair down and yeah. just be okay. Uh, and then I have the events where I'm like, okay, well, I want to go to this event because I w would like to be social. I'm in my off season. So for me, it's not, I guess, as detrimental as you, because like you said, you're reversing out from a comp, which is really important to really focus on that stuff. But I, uh, I find that a lot of people really struggle not to drink. Mm. It's a very big 
peer pressure kind of situation like uh, and and for me, it doesn't bother me it, neither here nor there anymore. Yeah. Like I don't, I couldn't care what anyone says about me not drinking anymore. But when I first started um, bodybuilding, and I just accidentally just don't drink much anymore because of I, I like the way that I feel when I don't drink. Yeah. Mm. I like being able to go to the gym the next day. I like still waking up at a normal time. I don't like feeling like crap the next day. So I just choose not to drink. Um, much at all anymore and when I do have a drink I usually you know go out with a pretty big bang um, <laughs> which it's appa- that's code word for 10 cocktails later yeah <laughs> which which apparently um, I've been told by uh, Dan happens to be the soupy at weekend um, apparently I have to prep my liver for that so that's going to be an interesting interesting ride but uh I just don't drink that much anymore. And I honestly, it doesn't bother me what people say, but I, I got a lot of comments when I started doing this around like, oh, you used to be fun mm. or, you know, you're not as fun when you don't drink or I don't I don't know. Do you I can, have that? I can relate a lot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I went through the same scenarios. I started to compete in 2015. Yeah. Uh, went from being a big drinker to stopping. And, yeah, just some of the, some of the comments after... Um, and it kind of broke away some friends in social situations yeah, as well. Yeah, I lost a lot of friends too. They didn't feel I'd, comfortable around me not drinking. Yeah. Wow. Um, which is a bit silly, really, because um, same person, just not having a drink. Um, but over time, you kind of realise yourself that it's fine, like you can go out and have a good time. Yeah. And I think some friends start realising as well that you can still socialise with them. Yes. And it's not a problem. Yeah. But even when my parents were here, um, they made a comment one night, um, just general, because Phil wasn't having a drink with my husband. Like, yes. Oh, what's wrong? He's like, yeah. oh, no, I just don't fancy one tonight. Mm. And sometimes people think there's something wrong if you don't have one. Yeah. Because everyone's just so used to socialising with alcohol. Yes. It's so, so when you're not doing it, it's like you're the odd one out. Yes. And I went through a spell of not drinking when I was 23, and same thing again. Yeah. Um, and back then, like, to not drink in a pub and everyone's drinking. Mm. Oh, yeah. You was, you was the outcast then. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And again, I think it's just being comfortable with yourself to just say like I'm fine it's okay and it does take some time to build that confidence up I guess as well um because it is such a social thing it's just I just find it I just find it so intriguing these days like now that Mm. I don't I'm in the space that I'm in and I am confident enough to tell someone I'm like I don't want it like I just don't it's and it's okay you can go drink like but I think some of it comes from an insecurity place. Like, they're as like, they know them. they should yeah, not they, be drinking yeah, as much as they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, or it's like, if you drink, then it's okay for me to drink yes, kind of situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was your take, Mon? You're very quiet over there. I on don't this one. have a lot to say on this one, to be honest. Like, I have definitely gone through phases of my life of drinking and not drinking. Yeah. And, like I think for me, that's that not drinking phase started quite early because with my postnatal depression, I did drink a lot. Yeah, okay. And when I then realised that there was a problem there, I just cut alcohol out altogether. Yeah. So for me, drinking and not drinking is a here and all there. Yeah. And I've not had the same effects with friendship groups. Yeah, right. Because of it, I think just because it was, I don't know. I'm well, just, you, I, I mean, you've so been intriguing. in the, you've been in the fitness industry, I guess, for a while a long as well. Time. So you kind of hung around those people, whereas, like. I was hanging around a lot of army guys up in Townsville, right? Yeah. And that 
is literally a drinking culture. Well, like, look, I did live in a mining town and that is a drinking culture. Yes. But as... But majority men were there and my okay. husband and his mates would drink and I was home with the kids. Okay, So right. it was a different dynamic, yeah, right? Yeah, so you're kind of filling that, like, wifey role. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't out and about besides for the, the five seconds that I worked at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? The blind behind the bar, oh. if you haven't uh, heard that, go yeah. back to episode one. Um, but, no, so my experience with this is definitely very different. Yeah. I have, though, witnessed friends spiral because of alcohol okay. and being that support person for them going, okay, no, we're pulling this back. Yeah. Um, cause I did, you know, different jobs I've worked in cause it hasn't always been health and fitness. There was a, definitely a big drinking culture. Yeah. But I always was that person that didn't drink much anyway. Yeah. yeah okay. So I wasn't too. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. See, I, I'm very similar to Kerry where yeah. it's like, I was like one of the boys, like I drank the boys under the table some nights kind of thing. Yeah. So I went from that to stopping drinking and everyone's just like wait what what do you mean you don't drink anymore and it's yeah. just like what well, it's just like, i don't not drink anymore i just don't want to like there's a yeah. big difference right i'm not i'm not restricting myself and i guess that's a a point as well right i'm not restricting myself i just actually don't want mm. to do it because i don't like the feeling yeah. that it gives me uh and people find that weird that's a big one though that's another reason why i don't I don't drink much at all is because I do not like how it makes me feel. Yeah. I do not like feeling like I'm not in 100% control You're of myself so much and likely. my words. <laughs> so much like I really can't deal with it. And I do recall having a cracking hangover with a three-year-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old. Oh, like, I'm God. sorry, but that was enough to turn me off drinking hard ever again. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, interesting. that's interesting. Mm. It's yeah. funny, like now, like, I say I'm a non-drinker. I only got drunk two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I do very espresso much... martinis yeah, don't oh, count. Wow. <laughs> oh, the, I do. See then, then, then. Oh. Yes, I'm with you though. Like I'm not a non-drinker, yeah. yes. but I won't just drink because everyone else is drinking. Yeah. yeah, me neither. Like that night when I went, I was actually it was my team photo shoot, and oh, yes. I thought maybe tonight's the night. Went out. It was a good vibe. My clients were all having fun. Yes. Other clients came along. My husband was there. Other friends, and it was a night to have a drink. Yeah. yeah. And I had quite a few cocktails and um, <laughs> it's funny like it took me so that woke up Sunday morning like horrendous it took me till Wednesday to feel better again yeah, yeah. see now I'm not yeah, down I'm for not that, down that. <laughs> that. <laughs> I probably won't have a drink now for another year yeah. no yeah. what happens I have this stonking hangover and then that is me done then did you go to the gym the next day Kerry Oh, actually, miss yoga. I didn't go to... No, I did not train the day after. Oh, no, I did. Yes, in the afternoon, I, I did. I was going to say, I feel like I you did. did. I did come in the afternoon here because I cleaned the gym. Yes. And then I trained shoulders. Yeah. yeah. But see, that's the oh, thing. No, I didn't, sorry. I did deadlifts. I did sumo oh, deadlifts. Jesus. You're nuts. I did right. sumo deadlifts, actually. What is wrong with you? With yeah. a hangover. But see, that's the thing, too, though, right? Most people would have gone <laughs> Sunday and gone, nah, not nah. going to the gym. That's yeah. why Still I Still feel rubbish Tuesday. Yeah. Nah, I'm barely showing yeah. up to yeah. work. And all of a sudden... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You're like three or four days into not going to the gym, mm. you've fallen off, right? Even Sunday morning, like, me and Phil got up. And we went out, went shopping, and I think it's just not lying in bed and not festering, just getting yes. up to yes. something. 
and I think just getting back into a routine that's yeah. what helped us yes mm -hmm. like he was the same he wasn't great until midweek yeah mm. but again because we put all these practices back in place training moving eating yes. well that yeah. it was okay then I think that um, like one of the biggest conversations that I have with a lot of my clients because they ask me this I get asked all the time because I guess they see me eating healthy all the time and it's not that I'm dieting or I'm doing this or I'm, but I actually am addicted to feeling good yes. within mm -hmm. myself yeah. now. Yeah. And I was talking to a client about this literally this morning, which I found really appropriate given we were coming in here and having this conversation today. And I was saying to her, I didn't realize how good I could feel and still, until I started feeling this way. Yes. Yes. So when I was in my 20s, I was drinking all the time. I was eating whatever the hell I wanted to. I was overweight and it was just like, and then I kind of hit into my early 30s and I'm like, oh, well, you're just getting old. Do you know what I mean? Like you get mm -hmm. up off the couch and you feel crap and you're like, oh, well, I'm just getting old. And I hear that from so many people and it's like, no, you're not. You're just not. You're not doing the right stuff for your body to mm -hmm. feel good. Mm -hmm. And then when I started doing this, it took me a little while to get into it. But once I started doing it and the more that I do it, every off season for me is cleaner and cleaner. Yeah. I hate that word, but you know what I mean? Just better quality. Yeah. Food. Better quality food, you know, more holistic foods. Yeah. And it's every season is different for me because the more that I focus on how good I feel on the inside, the more I want to eat that stuff. Yes. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on the other stuff because I had, I had, you know, um, burger and chips on the weekend and pizza on the weekend because, you know, my, all my babies are here and we were just having, you know, fun. I had a couple soul of beers. Foods. Yeah. Soul foods. Had a couple of beers on Saturday night for Taya's birthday. And I feel pretty average today, but I did have actually have a pretty good gym session as well. But I, yeah. I still went to the gym every day, mm -hmm. like on my planned days, I still went to the gym. I still, um, like Moni said, I tend to focus on high protein foods leading into, because when you go out, almost guaranteed you're not going to get enough protein for dinners and stuff, mm -hmm. or like, you know, all the platters and stuff that people yeah. bring out. It's never high-protein foods, is it? It's always high-fat, high-carb. Mm. So it's like focus on your protein through the day and try and hit that as early as you can yep. kind of in the day. You know, leave your other stuff for the evening. So, yeah, it's kind of how I run now. But it, it's I don't feel crap for very long either. Yeah. You know, my body cleans itself out mm. really well now that I've kind of been doing it for a while. So. And that's definitely the most important part there is get back into your routine. Yeah. So you have your night out, go go crazy, go nuts, and by the next day, don't lay on the couch, Netflix, and chilling for three days. No. Get back up, get to go. training if you yeah. can. If, you, if you're not in the mood or don't have the energy or you're the blasting headache go to walk. go. Exactly. Go for a walk. Get out in the sun. Just get out in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ran a challenge a little bit ago. It was coinciding with the girls' photo shoot yes. uh, prep. And the idea of the challenge was it was the consistency challenge. Yes. Mm. But the idea of it is not to feel like a challenge. So over time, you build up this routine mm -hmm. where the challenge is not a challenge anymore, that it's just that you do the same things every single day. Yes. So I think if people can apply what they do before Christmas, before the holidays, into the holiday period, yes. whether that's nutrition, prepping still, having some night off, days off, whatever it is, around your family. Yes. Um, but just keeping the key elements that you need to be doing all the time anyway. And I think... That's just going to keep 
everything in check. Rolling in, yeah. Yes. And then come to New Year and then nothing should change much. No. Apart from obviously there probably has been a few more relaxed meals and things like that, but um, it's not going to be as much damage you might no. think it would be. Yeah. It's not starting the new year off with these big grand news resolutions. It's literally just picking it back up and picking going again. Up. Yeah, just working on those 1% changes, right? Like yeah. making it, okay, cool, well, you know, this happened leading into Christmas, but we can make those little changes to make it better. Absolutely. And you want to enjoy Christmas Day. Absolutely. Like those days are important. Like if, if you celebrate Christmas, that is. Like being with your friends, being with your family. Yes. Let your hair down a little and not be so stressed about it. It's interesting when you say about soul food as well. Mm. I think in the past, um, during competing and after, um, there's been a lot of good memories I could have made um, instead of completely having mm. my head in dieting, stressing about my body image or things like that. So yep. I think it's picking and choosing. This is a time to actually switch off from worrying about those things. Yes. And yep. make some memories. And yep. to be honest, you enjoy don't them. end up... Yeah, enjoy them. Yeah. Have a few drinks or have, like piece of that cake that you want to mm-hmm. move on yeah you know move what I mean? like, on. that's when I say like pick and choose like, was... instead of just like um spending the whole week overindulging and feeling crap actually think yes. about you know actually yeah. if I pick a good day where I'm just going to switch off completely then uh, yeah enjoy it with your family yeah absolutely it's perfect because the other thing that I tend to have a cl- uh, conversations with my clients with is like it's your ability to get back up after you fall off the wagon. Mm, I'm using yeah. inverted commas because no one can actually see me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm doing these and the, I was like, no one can actually see this, Kelly. Um, but it's like, don't, don't then I have so many people who, when they first come to me, they're like, oh, I ate shit this weekend. And I'm like, okay. So they're like, oh, so do you need me to do 30 minutes of cardio? Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? That, and it's like, why would you do that? Just go straight back to your plan. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sit there and go, okay, well, it's those posts that have like, if you eat a chocolate bar, you've got to run three kilometres no. to burn that off. It just grinds me so yeah. much it's, because it's mm. such a terrible thought process. It creates really bad binge and restrict type behaviours and can lead down a very dangerous path. I was going to say, this is very much in your realm now. <laughs> very much in your it realm It can very now. quickly spiral yeah. because you can then very quickly go, okay, well, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to have one Tim Tam, now I'm having 10, now I'm going to go for an hour run. And then tomorrow, and it just, it can very spiral. Yeah. It can spiral very quickly. Well, the, that's where that kind of restrictive mindset comes 100%. from as well. Like, yep. oh, it's bad food, it's bad food. And I'm yep. like, why? Yeah. I'm always asking my clients that question. Why do you think it's bad? We need to not label our food good and bad. Yeah. It's just food. Frustrates Just let it be food. Yeah. And if you're someone that is like, I'm an all or nothing approach to to the inverted commas bad food, um, (laughs) learn to just sample things. So this is one thing I heard about, heard recently, and I love it, and I've stuck with it and used it with some clients is you don't have to have 10 Tim Tams, but you can have the one. Yeah. Tell yourself, I'm a sampler. So I'm going to try bits of everything. Yes. So when I go to a party or whatever it might be, there might be this bit of cake and this bit of this and this bit of this. If you want to try everything, try it. But yeah. don't have huge portions of everything. Have a little taste. Yeah. You don't have to finish every single thing that is on your plate or is in front of you. Just have a little taste of things and then you don't feel like you're missing out. It's that... Um, I, w- I was literally talking about this last week. You know when you're a kid and your parents say to you, 
What about the starving kids overseas? Oh, oh, don't get me started. Finish your food. And I'm like, kids are probably the best, most normal oh. human beings when it comes to hunger cues. If yeah. they're not hungry, don't we, make them eat. We are forcing our kids to not listen to their bodies by saying those yes. things. And hello, we've got now. That's why we've all got jobs because <laughs> all our clients grew up in that that era of yes. finish your food, I mean, our finish didn't everything. Know any they did not know was... any different, and it was a very different time where food yeah. was very expensive and hard to get, and yes. all those things. And I completely appreciate that. Yeah. But if you're a parent now with children, please, please don't, don't force them. <laughs> let them listen to their hunger cues. And yeah, sure, if they don't want to eat all their dinner, well then don't let them have dessert if that's what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Draw the line somewhere. Yeah. But you know, our bodies were so intelligent if we listen. Yes. And we've got to relearn that coming back to yeah listening to our bodies 100%. properly it's funny though i well, i grew up sorry in a stressful meal time because of my brother like but looking back i understand now not everybody likes the same food exactly no. like yes. i look at phil's plate and i go i don't want to eat your food he's not <laughs> no. my food like yes. i mean the kids have variations do you know what i mean so yes. it's like and my brother was like super fussy mm. so every meal time was stressful yeah yeah because my mum and dad had made it and my brother wouldn't eat it now for that child you'd eat everything yes but it was just stressy do you know what i mean and yes. looking back now like i understand from a parent's perspective that absolutely i've been cooking in the kitchen my dad's been at work he's provided that meal my brother's just sat there going no. no. Yeah. I, I see that with my children. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to sometimes yes. navigate around, but now understanding, like, everyone has different tastes and yep. textures, so you've got to yep. stand oh, on, yeah, on yes. textures, yes. Good one. Down yes. to their level as well and go, okay. Yes. Well, I, I see it with my kids. So my son is 13, and he ha he's on a spectrum of such, and he has texture issues. Yeah. And when it comes to dinner time, he wants his meat plain. Do not give him anything crumbed because he will not like it. He wants his meat plain and veggies on the side. Do not make those veggies mix with the meat or the oh, sauce because you're in trouble. Don't mix things. No. Nothing's touching. Whereas my daughter, she loves an Asian stir fry. Yeah. yeah. So okay. polar opposite. Polar opposites, right? So dinner time, 100% used to be stressful because I, for me it was finish what's on your plate. You've been given this meal. It was all those things. Yes. And I just had to realise that it's not going to work. Yeah. And it was stressing me out more than it needs to. Yeah. So I know that I can make a meal. I can keep his separate, and then I just mix hers together and happy days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's almost like, because uh, I have a, a lot of people ask me questions, because obviously, uh, and you, you'll ex oh, we'll, we'll all experience this, we're in prep, we've got to cook three different meals yeah. in the household. And I said to my, some of my clients, I'm like, start getting your kids to cook their own food. Yeah. Because some of, you know, it's a good way for them to learn uh, about their food. Uh, but it's also like, well, what do you like? Yeah. You choose. Instead of me having always come up as mum, I don't mm -hmm. know about you guys, but I'm always the one deciding what's for dinner. Mm. And it's like everyone comes to me, mum, what's for dinner? It's like, why can't someone else make this decision mm. for once? It's like take it out of your hands and give it to them. Mm. But the other thing I do quite a lot is um, we'll all have the same food as in... yes. I will have chicken and the boys will have chicken, but the boys might have chicken and rice and I might have chicken Caesar salad. Yes. Do you know what yes. I mean? We're so exactly the same. It's like a variation, same. isn't it? Yep. Yes. So the core is the same. It's Absolutely. been one meal basically to cook, but yes. then the final preparation is different. Yeah. That's the yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, we had a roast dinner last night and everyone had a different variation of it. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, but it's good though because it just gives everyone the opportunity to go, actually, this is what I like. Yes. yes. We can all eat together. Yes. yes. Um, and we can all be still within with our tastes or our goals, whatever it might be. Yeah. And it's the same with Christmas Day, to be honest. Like, we yes. have similar roast dinner with lots of like salads, vegetables. It's like roast there, but it's it can be quite healthy to be honest because we have the option then of having as much as we want to have, yes, what we want to have, rather than it being like one set meal in front of you. So I think yes. that way, if that works for anybody else, is a tip for Christmas Day. Yes, is um, more like a smorgasbord kind yeah, of situation. Have variations yeah, variations, and you pick and choose what you can have on your plate. Yes, mm-hmm. you're in control of it then. Yes, mm-hmm. um, whether you want to yeah have more than somebody else, or you want to have less, or different yeah. variations it is up to you then yes you're in control of it um and i think that's a really good way to navigate like things like on christmas day christmas day and, uh, going to someone yeah. else's house and things like that if you go into like a buffet or something i think it's just being in control of it as well yep. isn't it yeah and a buffet does not mean you have to have three plates worth no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes so you can have a buffet and be sensible and that's what coming back to that sampling i'm gonna have a little bit of this and a little bit of this so yes. you don't feel like you're missing out yeah yeah, yeah. i actually I think that when I first started training, it was a big thing for me. I couldn't work it out, but now I know better. That overfull feeling, you almost crave Mm. that when you're doing that to yourself Mm -hmm. all the time. So you almost crave that, oh, well, I'm not full feeling, Mm. if that makes sense. Whereas I probably stop short of being full now. Yeah. I, I, and, but it was, it was like, I'm still a little bit hungry, but I'm okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you and don't need to be stuffed. I don't need to be, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. stuffed is the right word. Yeah. Stuffed is it's the right word. It's a horrible feeling, honestly, because I've I been hate stuffed it. a few times. I hate it now. Like, oh, I don't enjoy it. It's so uncomfortable. Like it. yeah, hey. It's not a nice feeling to be. Yeah. Um, but I used to strive to be like that. Yeah. Like, I remember when me and Phil first uh, moved in together, and we got into that kind of like comfortable kind of making <laughs> yes. meals together. And just making a meal probably for four people, but two people ate yes. it. Yes. And you just go, oh, like you'd be sat on the sofa after going, I'm so full. Yes. But it's not a good feeling because no. then that's kind of you written off all night as well, isn't yep. it? Like, it's not, yeah, even the day after you don't feel great, do you? No. no. And I, I think that that comes back to us, like, learning about our bodies again, yes. like being more in tune with mm-hmm. our hunger cues and how we feel on the inside and things like that. So that's been the biggest learning curve for me over the last six years of doing this is like I'm, I'm actually addicted to feeling really good now but you yeah. have to put the effort in to mm-hmm. get yourself there first mm-hmm. and I think that that's that's a hard bit there was a post you put up a few months ago or was a real okay yeah <laughs> good and go no and it was and ah. it was like at first you'll feel like you're missing out yes at, then you'll feel like you're this do you yes. remember what it was yes I do yes I knew I you do. do you remember what it was it was what amazing I loved it I it, loved the way you worded it It was so great I, I'm gonna look it up so you guys talk some crap for a little bit um, and I'll, um, it was just about basically about exactly what you're saying when you start listening to your body it will feel hard when you start doing all these things it's yes. gonna feel hard it'll feel like you're missing out it'll feel like you're not the fun one at the party anymore it'll feel like all these things but then as you keep progressing working out and eating healthy no that's not it it. (laughs) (laughs) um but then as you keep going that i feel like i'm missing out then turns into something else and it turns into something else and then i think the last one was i don't think it was words i think it was just i don't think it was a voice thing i think it was just written wasn't it and the, the last is basically then it feels like freedom yeah yes so it's like shit at the start 
And then by the end, which is never really the end, but once you get the hang of it, it's like, no, I'm, I'm free of my food rules. Yeah. I think even it comes with practice too, like yes. even just say no, oh no, thank you, and moving on. Yeah. It becomes practice. Yes. You, the more and more you do it, the easier it becomes, and then you just can easily say no, thank you. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just something which then becomes so easy, then it just becomes mm. consistency, it becomes habit. Yeah. And maybe those bad habits then, they just becomes habitual, doesn't it? So Absolutely. you're not, you're not um, doing those things anymore. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I can't find it. Damn it! I have so many. I have so many reels. Do you remember the wording? At first, it feels like you're missing out or something, and then it will fit. I don't remember, but it was amazing. Anyways, it, we should find so it and write so it in the show good. notes. I, w- I will find it. I will locate it and I will write it in the show notes. So, uh, but yeah, it it because at first it is hard. Yeah. And I found it so hard at the start because. And, and it I, does feel like you're missing out. I'm not yeah. the only person here, right, who goes, oh, my God, my fitness pal. I just want to stab myself in the eyeballs. <laughs> um, and you're trying to fit macros in and you're like, how does this shit work? Like, yeah. I don't get it. And it, it is hard. It is really hard to start. But the more that I did it and the, the thing was I never gave up. So Correct. I never stopped. Mm-hmm. I kept if I had a, and I, and, I, and I was a classic binge on the weekend person, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I'd be really, really good and stick to everything through the week and then I'd binge on the weekend. And then I'd be really, really good again Monday to Friday and then I'd binge again on the week. Like it was just mm-hmm. such a thing and I just had to talk myself out of it. And now because I'm a chocolate fiend, so for anyone who doesn't know me, I am absolutely 110% addicted to chocolate. What's so, your favourite? I'm so boring. I actually really just like normal <laughs> dairy milk Cadbury. Perfect though. <laughs> That's good. I just love it. Like mm. I like lots of, I go through phases of other yeah. things. Um, I am slightly addicted to cherry ripes, which is hilarious because I used to hate cherry ripes. And then I had them in my last comp prep for just before I went on stage and now I have this weird infatuation with them because it's kind of nostalgic, right? Side note. Cherry ripes, the dark chocolate cherry ripes. Yes. Ten seconds in the microwave. Thank me later. Oh. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go and buy one and try it, Bonnie. What is wrong with you? It's funny when you talk about something like, um, like I ate a piece of caramello every single day through my prep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Started from four to three to two to one square. Mm-hmm. Yes. So every single day I had one square, mm-hmm. same time every day. Yep. And it just kind of kept my was sugar enough. cravings away. It was enough. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And whether I wanted it or not, I just kept it same time yep. every single day. Had yes. it moved on. And I had the big jumbo uh, block. Yes. Went in, snapped it off, one piece. Yep. Yeah. See, and I... like, you having your one piece? I'm like, yes. I can't <laughs> have good. I can't have chocolate in my house. Yeah. If I have it in my house, I really struggle. So I just remove the temptation altogether. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I don't look at it as if I'm missing out anymore. Yeah. So I've become my relationship with food through my prep, which sounds ridiculous, has actually improved every prep that I have. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And it's because it's like, you're, it's always there. I think mm-hmm. you say that a lot, Mon. Mm-hmm. It's always there. Mm-hmm. So the chocolate's always there. I'm not, I'm not in an apocalypse where they're not making Cadbury chocolate (laughs) anymore, right? Like, it's there. I'm just choosing to do what's right for my goals. And through that, like, now I can have some chocolate and I'm okay with it. And I'll have blocks in the house now. And if it doesn't fit in my food, I'm not missing out. Mm. I'm just not having it because it doesn't fit. Do you know what my comp prep thing was this season? (laughs) 
had, um, you know, the light and creamy, Peter's light and creamy. Yeah. They have them in the sandwich block, so you, they're portioned <laughs> with 10 grams of Milo. Oh, you can hilarious. thank me later. It's under 100 calories. You know what? They'll come from the UK and let a mail or fun. Oh! oh. And this is, the fi- this is the final episode of our podcast. Vegemite, Milo, can't get into I it. I understand Vegemite, though. Oh. Vegemite's an acquired taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My kids love Vegemite at the moment on rice cakes. It seems to be the go-to. I oh, heard cheese so and Vegemite is a go-to thing, but yeah, I can't bring myself. I was going to gonna say, I'm shocked you don't like Vegemite because weren't we talking about cheese and Vegemite scrolls the other day? That wasn't me. Was that, <laughs> oh, that wasn't you? Oh my goodness, no. I'm having so many cheese and Vegemite conversations. What's the lot of that? <laughs> oh my goodness, someone was telling me. Anyway. But, yeah, I just don't feel as food-focused anymore. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. I always think to myself as well, like, even during prep, I had a four-year off-season. If I didn't eat it in that four-year off-season, exactly. why would I eat it now? So yes. there was no reason why I would start craving or wanting to have something which I could openly have had. Yes. Because mm-hmm. when I was doing CrossFit and ultra running during that time, my calories are super high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like I could basically have anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not something that, yeah... I would start to have them during prep. Mm. Yes. That's something to really keep note of and maybe chat about next time when we do deep dive into a bit of prep stuff is exactly that. The amount of people that start a prep and suddenly, oh, I want to eat this type of ice cream and I want to eat this donut and I want to eat this and it's, did you ever eat it before? No. Yeah, no. it's so weird. So how the, how the, as soon as you say to someone, you can't have this or these are your macros, stick to it the psychology of the brain then just switches and they're like, oh, no, I've got to have this and this. It's really fascinating. It's Yeah, that's definitely a money realm. Yeah, and I feel like it's <laughs> definitely a good comp prep. It's probably a bit too deep for Christmas because yes. we want you to enjoy your trifle yeah, and your pavlova. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy your trifle, enjoy yeah. your pavlova. Who likes trifle? Do you guys like trifle? I did when I was a kid. I hate it. No. I make a mean cherry trifle. Oh. I, I, that's a British oh, thing as well. I, think. I hate, I I hate jelly. It. Oh, I hate jelly. This podcast going downhill real quick, hey. We're all bro, we are going to be broken up soon. Oh my God, Milo, jelly? I like Milo. Oh my goodness. Well, maybe you can change my mind. You have to make me something. <laughs> maybe some Milo. I'll make you my wheat bix slice okay. with Milo on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyways. Anyways. Anyways, Do you have to... a specific go-to Christmas like dessert or dinner that you have or what is your tradition i love pavlova i love pavlova pavlova is my favorite so christmas from with my family we never did much it was yeah. always just a very very low-key event so but i love to have seafood like i love something cold because i grew up up north where it was a bit hotter so anything cold so seafood and cold ham i'm happy Seafood's great for protein too absolutely yeah, it, it is. is and low in fat isn't it i yeah. um but most both my or well, my comp preps have done seafood, whether it be yeah. fish, prawns, calamari. That's oh, been pr- my main. Prawns is my go-to. That's my main. Prepare. I love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, my main protein source. Just talking about pavlova as well. Yeah. So if anyone is interested <laughs> in food again, um, there's a little, little tip on making a local dessert. Yes. So Ooh, I love this. Day, I did this during prep as well. Um, the little meringue nest that you can get. Yes. And um, they have some really indulgent ones at the moment in Woolies and Coles. And the Woolies one's like a lemon myrtle one is 77 calories. Mm. 
and then Coles have uh, a raspberry and white chocolate, I think it is, and then Ooh. a chocolate one, mm-hmm. both 80-something calories. Oh, I love yeah. it. So these can be, like, made into eat a mess, like, sprinkled on top of something, some berries, or even, like, just eaten alone. Yeah. I think that's why I love pavlova so much is because it's always got all the delicious fruit on yes, it oh, exactly. i just love it yeah so good yeah we paul and i went through a phase of having those pavlova nests every single night yeah, yeah just okay. so good like pavlova nests a little bit of cream or just chobani yogurt or whatever yogurt you're using a bit of berries happy days yeah whipping chobani up's not a bad mm. not a bad um sub for a lot of do you know what i did the other day this is completely like off topic we're, right? we're completely <laughs> Here. No, but this is actually okay for someone who ha- wants to be a bit tighter on their nutrition over Christmas. Here's some but, great tips for but you. But they're still Thank delicious you. things, exactly. Right? So you know what I did the other day? We were uh, I made a burrito bowl, mm. and it, I haven't had burrito bowls for ages, but it was it was so delicious. But I uh, I was reading the packet, and they tell you to use uh, yogurt and put some um, burrito seasoning in it and mm. mix it up. I didn't. The only yogurt I had was Chobani vanilla because that's the one that I've got. No, no, it was delicious. It wasn't. It was. It was so good. Vanilla. Vanilla chobani with like taco with, seasoning. Yeah, with taco or yeah. seasoning or burrito seasoning. I'm it was delicious. I can imagine the natural flavored chobani. Yes, vanilla flavored. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was vanilla. It was totally fine. It was yeah. I thought I was like oh, risking this here, but it was okay. <laughs> Just for anyone. <laughs> And on that note, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, there is. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, if anyone would like any tips on recipes of anything they want us to try and um, maybe construct for them, yes, or even things that we've made in the past. Yeah, yeah let us know and we can or, possibly share it. Or like a family favourite that you want to go. Well, can is there anything in here I can swap out that's still going to taste good, yeah. but maybe still kind of be the same kind of tradition? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you usually up. can. Almost everything can be swapped or subbed out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. But sometimes just, just enjoy eat it. it. Uh-huh. Just eat it. Yeah, be the sampler. Yeah. <laughs> be the sampler. Just enjoy it. Yes. Enjoy this season. Wonderful. All right, ladies. Well, thank you very much for both of your time today. Oh, it's our pleasure. Uh, we are going to finish up uh, what were we going to talk about i was gonna say i'm like hmm, good i'm glad my phone's loading thank you mon <laughs> she's got the notes <laughs> uh so oh yes that's right if you have any topics that you'd like us to discuss please flick us a dm uh, we are on instagram at at queen underscore we got you mm-hmm. thank god uh, if you love this episode, subscribe now that we have our Spotify account and stuff. How exciting. I just say thank you, Kelly, because Kelly has yes. done all the back end work of getting us uh, on multiple platforms this weekend. So we're not right that gonna... one of us is tech savvy, so thank you. Oh, haha, you're so funny. I literally wanted to throw my computer against the wall on Friday night, so um, you're welcome. We're not going to go into that. I'm traumatized. <laughs> It's up and running. It's all that matters, ladies. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, give us a follow, uh, screenshot and share. And don't forget to tag us, please. Yes. Uh, if anyone would like to reach out to Kerry. Kerry, do you want to drop your handle? Yes, on Instagram is Coach Kerry Pro. Beautiful. Monique? Yep, just Monique underscore Hooper. Excellent. Underscore. <laughs> 
Ke- I was going to say, I feel like the last one's shit's missing. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Kelly underscore Greenslade on Instagram. So if you want to drop us, any of us, a message privately, please feel free to do so. If you would like us to talk about anything in particular, please send us a DM on our Instagram. And I think that's it, ladies. So thank yes. you very much for catching up again. And we will see you guys in episode three. Mm-hmm. All right, Queen, we, we got, got you. you.